This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Wednesday, September 23rd. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew Dewanskin. Matt, how you doing? <sighs> yeah, it's one of those days. You've no idea. Uh, I have a little bit of an idea, but yeah. Uh, you told me you're having not the best day, and I had told you I had to tell you my phone story, which uh, I told you on the podcast. You went to at the front of the podcast or the back of the podcast? I told it at the front of the podcast on Tuesday. Oh, you already so told gonna, Oh, okay. I'm going to yeah. do the Cliff Notes version again. Um, I managed to drop my cell phone in the crack of an elevator shaft. You know that like little one-inch crack that you're always worried you're going to drop things on into when you're like getting on an elevator? Uh, I did it. It was my cell phone, and it's now gone forever. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, that's how my night went on Monday. What floor was it? Uh, the first floor, but there's a basement, so it went a couple floors down. It's gone. I went today to, like, ask them if I could, like, look under the elevator, and they're like, we have to call the company. And so, maybe he'll back from the company. They're like, oh, if we have to do it during routine maintenance, that's fine, but if the elevator company has to come out special, like, look at it, it's gonna cost money. I was like, oh, don't, it's probably, like, exploded. But, yeah, uh, it was, uh, it was, yeah, it was remarkable that I managed to do it. I don't even know what to tell you. It was one of those, I was walking, I reached you in my what? pocket, I went to pull it out, I dropped it, I fumbled it. It bounced ahead of me a few feet, and it slid across the ground, and then turned perfectly sideways so that it would fit, and then just slipped right in. And disappeared. It was yeah. like it was from a movie, and I was by myself, so I was like, nobody's going to believe this at all. Uh, that... You can't a cell phone video with it. Yeah, I it... immediately went to like take a picture of the crack where it went, and I was like, oh wait, can't do that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I should call somebody and tell them, but no, can't do that. Like, Isn't, like I, I remember I lost my phone in a taxi cab once. Yeah. And it's like the most helpless feeling. Yeah, you're like, oh, I'll just, no. I was like, I'll make a funny post on Facebook about it. No, I won't. Not until I get home and use my computer, because I'm not doing anything right now. I had to drive home and, like, listen to the radio instead of... Oh, you know, I listen to the radio all the time. Oh, uh, I'm old. Uh, I do not. I listen to podcasts. So I was like, what, do, what the heck do I listen to? I don't know. Yeah, so I was phoneless. It's weird. Um. Anyway, sorry to anyway, tell the same story twice in a row. Uh, We're going to look at DFS options for Wednesday. And uh, uh, there's... Two early games that we're going to skip, right? Chicago at Detroit and Angels at Houston. They're the only early games, and I figure those are crossed off the list. There might be two-game slates out there, but uh, that's weird. Why are you playing two-game contests? That's weird. Dylan? Yeah? Can we talk about Daniel Norris before we start? Yeah, we can. Your boy, Daniel Norris. Okay, now, now what do you think is more impressive? The Josh Beckett no-hitter from last year or the, the, the Daniel Norris... Perfect for five innings game on, on Tuesday. You mean in terms of your picks? Yes. Uh, I have to go with the nine innings instead of the five innings. Um, even See, I though, think the five innings of being perfect would be a bit more impressive. I, I mean, maybe because it's Daniel Norris, but not... No, I think your no-hitter was, was tougher. But really? I'm, I'm still giving you kudos for five perfect innings and then being destroyed on a pitch count. Well, know. you know, to be fair, he threw 63 pitches. Right. Uh, but they, like, had that pitch count for him, like, before they went into it. Like, they knew yeah. that. It's it's brutal, but I get it. You, you, know. you think you could let him go one more inning, though, I mean. You think so. You just, you can go until you give up a runner, you know. 
And, uh, you know, thankfully the White Sox did lose, so we get, you know, one game closer to that higher draft pick that they're inevitably going to blow. There you go. Yeah, can't wait to see who they waste that pick on, basically. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Oh, first, it, it, I think they're, like, like 10th or 11th, which really isn't, you know, for as bad as they've been, really. Yeah, you're like, makes, come on, I want more than this. Yeah, it, it makes the season settle, you know, what, what pick are you, 10th? Oh, it's, it sounds almost passable. Yeah, in the, in that middle third. Yeah. Um. Okay, well, yeah, DFS for Wednesday. Okay. We're gonna start at catcher, Matt. What are you thinking? I I struggle with catcher. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you or our listeners. Okay, all right. Um, uh, I, I, I did come up with names. Two are expensive picks that you're gonna pay through the nose for. But mm-hmm. They don't really have the platoon advantage, but it's it's favorable matchups. Yeah. And the other one is is just it's like you know my kind of cheap matchup of the day if you're looking for a cheap catcher. Sure. Um, I only have five names, and two of them are on the same team, and one of I them on the same team too. Yeah, and uh, guys, probably. And one of mine is expensive, and also day to day. Did you have Buster Posey? I don't. I think he's kind of banged up. Oh, is he? I, I yeah. did Buster Posey's yeah. name. Down. He's righty on righty getting Andrew Kashner in San Diego. That's not great, and I think uh, he's a little banged up. So I have to check his status anyway. Not in love with that one anyway. Who'd you have that's on the same team? Uh, I wrote down Phillies catchers. Okay, I did not have the Phillies catchers. You're inspired by the backstops in Philadelphia? Uh, not in particular, but they both kind of hit, uh, we're talking about uh, Chucho Ruiz and Cameron Rupp. Mm-hmm. They both kind of hit lefties pretty well. In fact, Rupp is kind of kind of mashed against left-handed pitching in a really small sample size. Yeah, and they get the fearsome Adam Conley. You're not worried about Yeah, it. the terrifying Adam Conley. I just make sure Rupp is... In fact, yes, yeah, he he played as recently as yesterday. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. If he gets in there, that could be a thing. It's against the mediocre lefty, which Adam Conley kind of is. So yeah, um, I like cheap. that. You know, Ruiz or Rupp, I could. I, I have no problem with either of it. I really don't. Yep. Um, I like that. Who else do you got? Uh, I also represent Travis Darno. Yes, it's Williams Perez. Yeah, the the typo. Williams Perez gets. Travis Darno mashes against right-handed pitching. He's in fact yes, a righty. Yes. It's not the advantage, but he does really well when, when he's in the box against a righty. Yes, and he does. And Williams um, Perez, not not great. Yeah, not great is is a good way to put it. Yes, um, I had that. That was top of my list. I like that. Um, anybody else for you? Well, I'm sorry. Just to, to finish the thought on Perez, just, you sure. know, typically you, you want left-handed bats against him because he's really bad against lefties, but he's not great against righties either. It's yeah. Not, not yeah. worried about platoon advantage there. It'll not, be fine. Not really. I, I kind of I kind of like it for Darno, especially in a, a catching day that I found to be so bad. Yeah. Are you in on Yasmani Grandal against Chase Anderson? I just I don't believe he's healthy. That's my only. Th- if, if he were like if if I actually believed you know that the, the shoulder wasn't still an issue, I would have no problem with it. Yeah, it hurts to pick against Chase Anderson too, doesn't it? Oh, it does, to me, yeah, because yeah. you chairman and CEO of his fan club. Yes. Uh, anybody else for you? No, that was it. Um, I had all those guys, uh, except for the Phillies catchers, um, <laughs> and, uh, which I like fine, I just didn't have it down. And then, um, Miguel Montero or Kyle Schwarberg and Zach Davies. They're both left-handed, they can both hit Zach Davies. Yeah. Zach Davies yeah. is bad against both of them. Um, so depending on price and qualification and whatnot, go ahead and pick a Cubs catcher against, are, uh... Are, are we certainly worried about Schwarber? No. I mean... He's undoubtedly going to cool off, but I don't think the league is going to suddenly figure him out, and he'll be bad. I, I, I'm saying, you know, he's a, he's a younger guy who 
maybe where you know appears to be wearing down. Um, he's just going to strike out a lot, and I think they're going to figure out how to pitch him at least a little bit. Like, I don't think he's going to be a 1,000 OPS guy as a rookie, uh, but I still think he has plenty of pop. And it's... I mean, he, to his credit, he's, he's still getting on base while he's kind of struggling. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, struggling for him means he's only hit four home runs this month. Right. He's going to be fine. But... It's Zach Davies is really what it is. Uh, right. Maybe, guess. you know, if you're in your regular fantasy league or you're thinking about for next year, you can reevaluate a bit. But for this matchup specifically... I'm not worried about Kyle Schwarber. Um, I think he'll be fine. I, Zach Davies has been really bad. Yeah. Okay. How about a first base for you? What do you? What do you first think? First base, I had a host of names. Two are right. One's a great sleeper, and two are kind of guys I've always kind of liked. Okay. Where are you going? Uh, let's start with the obvious. Let's with Joey Votto. Yeah. Sure. Get it out of the way. Just get it out of the way. He gets Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn is not good against left-handed bats. He's not bad. He's just um, not as good. What do you think his OPS against is? Uh, 750. Okay, it's about 100, point, 100 points there. It's 829. Okay. I misunder... I, one, uh, I can't talk. He's, Two, he's, I underestimated his struggles with lefties. He's uh, allowed 13 homers this year. Ten of them have come against, with lefties standing in the box. His walks go, spike dramatically against left-handed batters. Uh-huh. He's not good against lefties. I don't, I don't know why this hasn't been exploited more. I really don't. I'm willing to be corrected. I also think that's probably more recent, but that's still a thing. Um, I love Lance Lynn, but... I, I, look, in, in, for a season-long fantasy league, I, <clears throat> I've been a fan of Lance Lynn for a long time. I think he's been really underrated yeah. when, it comes, when it comes to draft day and, and season-long. Uh-huh. But give a metric like this where the guy is hot as Joey Votto is. Yeah. Nope, I like I don't, that. Hot isn't sexy. I mean, hot isn't, like, swinging, you know... Yeah. Uh, our uh, cohort, Eno Saris, just put up a really good interview with Joey Votto that a lot of people were talking about. Um, if you haven't read it, uh, his interview is usually really good, both Eno's oh, yeah. and yeah. Votto's. Um, so go check that out. It's on Fangraphs. You can find it. But, um, yeah, good talks with Votto about how he uses, uh, sabermetrics and how he's, like, lost a bunch of weight and he's feeling good about what he's doing and, uh, it really, you know, uh, it's a good look into his second half. So go check that out if you haven't, because a lot of people are talking about it. I and, haven't, yeah, you, but you I will. Should, yeah, it's a good read. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, you're right. Uh, that is a, a thing for sure. Um, so I'm good with that. Who else do you got at first base? Uh, Chris Davis gets Tanner Roark. Okay, sure. I had that. I'm always willing to go with Chris Davis against a so-so righty, and Tanner Roark is now, nothing special. It is, it is in the, you know, the National League Park, so you got to make sure he gets in there. I'm assuming he will against yeah. righty. Yeah, he should. Yeah. Well, he can crack that lineup. Um, yeah. Do you have Lucas Tuda getting Williams press? I uh, no, but I, I'm fine with it. Yeah, if you liked Arno, I think Duda could be fine too. He's lefty against Perez, so he takes advantage there. And he always, always shows uh, power. How about Rizzo versus Davies? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that, I guess. Yeah. Um, actually, no, Davies, I had a stat on him I wanted to bring up. Okay, do you remember what it is? I, I can get it in less than 30 seconds thanks to the, the interwebs. No, you can get it in about 3 seconds thanks to podcasting right now. Okay, actually, Davies has been really good against lefties this year. It's it's odd, and it's a super small sample size, but yeah. do you think there might be anything to that? Uh, it could be something, but I don't know that it's going to apply to Anthony Rizzo. Yeah, I, I could agree with you there. I mean, it, it is a super tiny sample size. 
Yeah. And, no. I mean, some guys can have that type of split, you know? And I have not looked at Davies enough, but right now I'm not worried that all of a sudden Rizzo's not going to do fine is, against him. Am I right? Is he, he, it says here in his bio he's six feet tall, 150 pounds. That can't be accurate, can it? That would be impressive. Uh, I have seen him in person, but I don't recall. Um, I know that he's not really an overpowering pitcher. He's more of a ground ball guy. I think you have to weigh more than 150 pounds, don't you? I don't want to talk about it. I didn't right. used to. Uh, I could now, but I didn't used to. Well, I, I've always been about the same weight that I am now, so... I was for a while. I, I, I'll stay away from the scale. I'm progressing <laughs> into my 20s. I don't, I don't need that. Um, yeah, that's a, I don't know. I, I don't know how big he is. Um, I just know that he has not been getting out many major league batters, uh, this not year. Right, so. from the right side, not the left. I, Rizzo will be fine. Um, how about in Colorado? Our boy Charlie Morton's going to Colorado, so you gotta pick some Rockies. Would you consider Justin Morneau? He's not exciting, but it's Colorado and Morton has struggled with lefties so bad. Would that be a thing for you? Is Morneau healthy? Yeah, he's playing. Uh, okay. He's playing. I don't know if that means healthy. He's been playing. Uh, so. Yeah, I'd, I'd be fine with it, assuming he's healthy. Yeah. I'd, he was out for like an extended period, correct? That's what Yeah, I'm... it was, uh, concussion stuff, I believe. Uh, which is too bad, but he's he, soft head. Yeah, he's back. He'll be okay. Um, if he's in there, I like it. Who else do you got at first base? Uh, Mike Napoli. Okay. Yeah. Uh, might be tucked into the outfield in Texas, but yeah, if he gets in there. Yeah, I'm not sure where they're gonna put him, but if he gets in there against, um, I'm sorry, Felix Dubrant. Yeah, Felix Dubrant, the the bad well, lefty. Quite possibly one of the worst pit- starting pitchers I've ever seen. Yeah, he didn't used to be. There was a, like a minute there where you're like, oh, he could be a number four starter. And then no. And then it all fell apart. I've seen him be pretty bad for an extended period of time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I'm in on picking on him. He's left-handed and Napoli's skill he has left is hitting lefties. So, that's the thing. Um, anybody else for you at first base? Yes. Okay. I have my two cheap guys. Okay. Okay. We've got, we've got Ivan Nova going yes. to Toronto. Yeah. It's ugly. <laughs> I kind of like Justin Smoke. Yeah, I like that fine. If you want to go cheap and get a part of that stack and get yeah. in there, that would be a guy that, if he gets in the lineup, it's been a crowded lineup, but if he gets in there, he could certainly, you know, uh, make an impact. He's, I'm pretty sure he's making quite a bit of playing time recently. Yeah, um, they they would kind of go between him and uh, Chris Colavello. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, if he's in there, I, I agree that that's worth attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and finally? Yeah. I was on Brett Wallace again. Oh boy! Any particular reason that you're excited it's, about? It's Jake Peavy. You think he can do it? <laughs> if he's in the lineup, I think he can. Yeah, that's a, another cheap option. I can see for sure. I don't have a problem with that. Um, it's in San Diego, but you know, it, it's a cheap option for sure. Um, my last one is uh, Adrian Gonzalez getting Chase Anderson because why not, right? Other than we love Chase Anderson and it breaks our heart, <laughs> but he could do just fine there. Um, okay, yeah, other than that, my list looked a lot like yours, Sands, Brett, Wallace. Um, second base, how does your list look? I struggled with second base also. Yeah, I had five. There's a good number of games here, but not a lot of great, uh, hitters to pick from. I had, a, I, I had four guys on, on, oh, sorry, two guys on the same team twice. Okay. So, no, no, I, I, two pairs, okay, two pairs of teammates. There we go. That's a much better way to say it. Sorry. Okay. Yes. Dr. Podcast. Pardon me. Um, all right. So where are you going? What are you thinking? Starting I'm thinking. 
Mets second baseman. Okay. Probably Daniel Murphy. Murphy and Kelly Johnson. You're okay. Yeah. Uh I'm fine with those. We we love Kelly Johnson. He'll be fine. Big fan of Kelly Johnson, especially when he, he hits baseballs really hard. Yes, which he's capable of doing. Especially when he faces William Sprez. Yeah, you know, if you've talked yourself into Travis Darnot and Lucas Duda, you might as well, you know, why not go all in with the, with the Mets stack against, against William Sperez? Yeah, I'm fine with that. Who else you got? Irvin, uh, Marlon, second baseman. Okay. D. Gordon or Derek Dietrich, if you qualify. Yeah, my, my, my cuddle buddy, Derek Dietrich. Yeah, I had, uh, Derek Dietrich in the outfield, but, uh. Oh. He, he yes. qualifies as second baseman most yes. Yep. Uh, cool. I'm, I'm down with that. Of course, they will be just fine. They're going up against the fearsome, fearsome David Buchanan, and I think he will do just fine. Yeah, he's there. a crappy righty, and they, they, you know, they're left-handed. So. Yep. Um, where else you got? I like Scooter Gannett. I cannot get excited about Scooter Gannett. Uh, I seem excited about it, but he, he's a lefty he's a guy. Who, who gets Kyle Hendricks, and Kyle Hendricks really struggles against left-handed yeah. bats. Okay. Yeah, he could get on base and hopefully get driven in because he's not going to drive himself in. Probably not, no. Yep. Or steal. Or steal. Um, I have Anthony Rendon getting Chris Tillman. Uh, you're not big on Rendon, but I know you're down on Tillman. And uh, he's had a pretty bad second half, so I think Rendon could be fine. Um, I have Dustin Pedroia getting Drew Smiley, and I like Drew Smiley, but Dustin Pedroia's been better than you think this year. It's been really quiet because that lineup's been quiet and he missed a bunch of time. But when it's been he, hurt constantly. He's been hurt constantly, but when he's in the lineup, he's been good. It's been better than he's been the last couple of years. I mean, it's a disappointment if you had him. But on the year, OPS over 800. And you can't ask for a lot more than that from him. 12 homers in about half a season. Uh, so, I don't know. It's not exciting. But uh, he gets through smiley and he does prefer lefties. So I can see that going okay for Dustin Pedroia. Um, Jason Kipnis gets Phil Hughes. Phil Hughes has become a guy who can't keep runs off the board. I can see, uh, Jason Kipnis doing just fine there. And, uh, my last name, Neil Walker, gets Christian Bergman in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, I assume you are totally fine with picking, uh, guys to go against Christian Bergman in Colorado. I guess, yeah, I'd be okay with it. I, yeah. Not excited. That's the sound of enthusiasm you get for Neil Walker, and I agree. Neil Walker doesn't do much for me, but uh, I did some. You know, I, I thought about Neil Walker too when I was making up my list. And if he, if he comes around and faces him from the right side, I'm in. If he's swinging from the left, I'm not sure I am. No, he's better against righties typically. That's when oh, you want is he real? Yeah, as a righty or as a lefty? You, he's better facing righties, which I assume means as a lefty. You know? Yeah, yeah. He'll be fine. He's one of those goofy reverse. Platoon split guys where he struggles against righties and well, no, 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 it's not a, it's an act. Wait, no, that is a reverse. Yeah, no, he's a he's a switch hitter. I'm talking about Bergman. Oh, that, okay, that makes more sense. I was very confused for a while. He struggles so, against righties and he is really actually he's really well against lefties. Yeah, um, twenty strikeouts and eighty eight at bats. He's gonna be fine. I, I, I'm not oh, worried about Neil Walker. I don't think Christian Bergman's that good. I don't think he's that good either, but he, he, he does seem to do well against lefties. And if Walker, tur- you know, turns around from the left side... I don't think he's going to do that, though. So he's going to swing his righty against Bergman? No, he's going <laughs> to... This is going to be a really confusing section. I think Neil Walker is going to bat uh, as a left-handed batter okay, against Christian that's Bergman. bad. I don't think it's that bad. I, I don't think that he's going to do it opposite because of the split. They That's 
makes the batters uncomfortable, I think. Especially a switch hitter that's used to having the advantage all the time. Uncomfortable. I'm just saying, they, they don't do that. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, you don't want Neil Walker, then. Okay. I, I do. But I am I respect your being scared by Christian Bergman shutting down righties. Um, I think Neil Walker would do fine, even if it's against the bullpen. No, he shuts down lefties. Um, I understand. Wait. No, he shuts down lefties. Oh, my. I'm really excited to leave all of this in and see if anybody can follow this because I've gotten very <laughs> I, confused. If, 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 as long as you follow what I'm saying, yeah. you're fine. Matt supposedly makes sense. I probably got myself confused. Supposedly, actually, it's more like this. Yes. Okay. Um, anybody else at second base for you? No. Okay. There's, there's a list there and, and a couple of doubles. Um, how about third base? I only had four names at third base. I had three. Okay. Uh, what were you thinking? I'm starting with Adrian Beltre. Okay, yeah, it's Felix Dubron. There's a Rangers yep. stack to be had, small there one, is. huh? Okay, yeah. Yeah, we already covered that Dubron's bad, and Beltre ha- has slowed down, but he still hits lefties pretty well. We good there. Um, I, who else you got? I worked on Cal Seager, and I drew you know the, the emoji of the guy shrugging next to it. Yeah, I can see that. You, he gets your Nano Ventura. You're yeah. like, yeah, sure, why not? He'd be fine. I like Kyle Seager, and he likes I like to hit Kyle Seager too, and I kind of like him against Rudolph. Yeah. Um, where else you thinking? I have a cheap option. Sure, good. If if I'm talking to Brett Wallace, I guess I have to talk myself into Yandro Solarte. Yeah, if you want to go with the ultra boring Padre stack, sure. Which (laughs) I'm not even trying to like talk down on. I'm like, yeah, that's a thing. Absolutely a thing. You can afford uh, to go expensive elsewhere. Sure. Um, that's a punt. That's okay. What else you got? How is it a punt? Younger v Solarte. Uh, just as a punt, it's picking someone really cheap. They just be like, I'm just picking someone real cheap here. That's, that's what I mean by a, a I DFS punt. I don't, I, I think. Someone costing near the minimum. I think, in my opinion, punting is, is taking, like, you know, Tower Flowers versus anybody. Okay. Yeah. Well, the White Sox have done that for most of the year, so. I know. <laughs> I understand. Um, who else do you have at third base? Uh, that's it. I like the three games. Okay. Um, I have Manny Machado, Quintana Roark. It's a righty, but he'll be fine. Um, would you pay for Josh Donaldson getting Ivan Nova? I think you have to. Right. It's not the platoon advantage. It's in Toronto, and it's Ivan Nova, whose ERA has looked a little bit better than his peripherals, but he hasn't been good in general. So he'll be fine. And uh, my last name is Matt Duffy, getting Andrew Kastner. I don't know what it's up with Andrew Kastner. He's pitched better than his record indicates, but his peripherals and his numbers are not good. He's no. he's hittable. So. Yes. Okay. I had four names at shortstop. How do you do? I did three. Well, does Francisco Lindor count because there's like hearts and stars written around it? Of course he counts. Yeah. You're yeah. totally in. He gets Phil Hughes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. He'll do fine. Um... Uh, yeah, I mean, that was the top of my list. Again, I'm picking on Phil Hughes. I'm ready to go. Um, our boy Johnny Peralta gets mentioned every day. Brad said we need to rename the podcast to have something to do with Johnny Peralta. Some pun with his name. <laughs> uh, and I said, that's fine. Uh, he gets Brandon Finnegan, a inexperienced lefty, and the Reds bullpen. So, you know what? what? Yeah, I'm fine with that. Finnegan. What's that? Oh, you said Finnegan. Yeah. It's, oh, you don't know that one? B. Finnegan? No, Begin Again. Is that a joke for Brandon Finnegan's name? Yeah. I am unfamiliar. I, I get it. I was unfamiliar, though. It's actually the name of a song. The Begin Again? To, yeah, okay. Here's the name of the song. Oh, Finnegan Begin Again. Oh, I've never heard that at all. No. Oh. 
Finnegan it's... Begin Again. Now, who does the song? Okay, the name is the Michael Finnegan. Name is Michael Finnegan. It's like a kid song. Okay, Michael Finnegan Begin Again. Yeah, pretty much. It's how it goes. Oh, I had no clue. Well, uh, Johnny Peralta should be able to hit <laughs> Brandon Begin Again Finnegan. There you go. Begin, okay. No, Finnegan Begin Again. Okay. Oh, sure. Anyway, Johnny Peralta. Do you like uh, Jose Reyes getting um, Charlie Morton in Colorado? He will have a platoon advantage there. Jose Reyes is like even trying at this point. I don't know. He's collecting his checks, that's for sure. Um, I have no idea, you know... I think he, he's a guy who kind of can't wait to get back to the Dominican Republic and just, like, hang out for a few months. Yeah, it's like, oh, Colorado. Ugh, even as a hitter. It's gonna... He didn't seem that, that thrilled when he got traded, and I don't think he's that thrilled now. Nobody wants to play for the Rockies right now. That's not good. Um, but anyway, Charlie Morton struggles with lefties. He will have the advantage. Jose Reyes will have the advantage. Um, do you like that for him? Or is he? Are you? is his lack of enthusiasm rubbing off on you? I think, well... You're like, like his lack of enthusiasm. If for... Jose Reyes can't be excited about Jose Reyes, then why should we? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I can see that. I, I think he'll be fine, though. Um, mm-hmm. My last shortstop name, Corey Seager. It's becoming a name. you got to make sure he's in that lineup. But he keeps hitting, and he gets Chase Anderson. And sad to say, he could do just fine. I know. I, I have two other names. Okay. Who do you got? Now, I, I wrote down Brad Miller, and I drew an arrow from the, the shrug emoji that I had yeah. next to Al Seeger to, like to, to, to Brad Miller's name. Yeah, also here. Also shrug. Yeah, uh, I get that, but he'll do fine. He also gets Jordano, and we like Brad Miller when he gets a righty. As and finally, a cheap our, 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 our guy Brandon Crawford is back and healthy and playing. Yeah, you like him against Kashner? Yeah, I think I do. Yep, I have fine with that also. All right, on to the outfield. Where do you think you're going? Outfield stacks. I think we, every time I, you know, I see Toronto have a tasty matchup, I always look at their outfield. I'm always really disappointed. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Batista's awesome. I think Jose Batista will do just yeah, fine against Savanova. That, that would, that, yeah, that would be where you're, you're going to pay full price, absolutely. Yeah. Other than yeah. that, they got some guys that hit lefties. I can't stand Ben Revere. I don't know why you hate Ben Revere, other than he never hits for any power, and he doesn't draw any walks. Yes, Defense yeah. isn't okay, okay, he doesn't hit for any power. He's in Johnny Walk, so how does he help you? He hits for a good average, and he steals. And that's about it. He has it's, those two tools. It's That's like Juan Pierre. Yeah, it's a lot like Juan Pierre, actually. I can see. Now I understand where your lack of interest in Ben Revere comes from. Except I think Ben, ben Revere has to have a better throwing arm than Juan Pierre. Yeah, probably, but not by a lot. But yes, I, I see where your distaste comes from, though. Now that you can, now that you can relate. Yeah, I um, get it. You know, I, I think we, we want to continue with, with the Mets stack, and I guess Granderson's probably the, the way to go there, right? Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah. Or, you know, Conf- a... Oh, it's a Michael Conforto day! Oh, boy. That, too. Also, yeah, are you in on Conforto, apparently? He does really well against right-handed pitching. Yes, I mean, he does. And he's I don't... Williams Perez. I, I think he's going to be infinitely overrated for next year, and I want no part of him in any of my teams. But, but right now, you're in? Sure. Yeah. And it's Williams Press. We've already talked about how the Mets stack will be, you know, worth attention. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to find Phillies to hit Adam Conley in the outfield, and I've mentioned this guy before, Aaron Althair, and he's cooled off a little bit, but he does have some pop, he does have some speed, and he's right-handed. I think mm-hmm. he can hit Adam Conley. That would be a third outfield option there. I, I really like the Cardinal stack against Finnegan begin again. Okay, yeah, you're, you're not sold on him at all. Um, no. I start with Stephen Piscotti. Yep, me too. Yeah. 
Uh, anybody else that you would actually pick in that outfield? Grucic is healthy, correct? Uh, he can't throw. He sometimes makes oh. his way into the lineup. He might be throwing <laughs> now, but uh, yeah, they no. they like him enough to start him. So I don't know. It's hard to say healthy. Uh, Believe it or not, Matt Holiday's day to day with undisclosed. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're trying to get him back in. They they have all these guys just have eyes on playoffs. Yeah, pretty much healthy enough to get in and do that. So, so I, I guess yeah, Piscotti is probably the, by far the best bet to make it in the lineup and contribute. Yeah, they got guys like Tommy Pham, who I'm not sold on, but he's playing okay center field. He's, he's actually been doing really well. He has been. I don't know if I'm sold yet, but um, he'd be okay. You know, if you want to go sneaky there, it's just a good matchup against you know the Reds. Um, but yeah, I like Piscotti a lot for sure. Yeah. Um, it's one of my favorite outfield pictures today. I think. Yeah. Um, what else are you thinking? Would you go Bryce Harper? I mean, almost always go Bryce Harper. He gets Chris Tillman, though. Yeah, he's he's playing for stats now, so why not? He's going to be swinging out of his shoes, maybe, trying to chase that, you know, home run numbers. I think, yeah, I think Harper's probably the only outfielder in Washington that we like. Yeah, the rest, I mean, Clint Robinson, maybe. I'm not really a a Matt Dendecker guy, are you? No, not, not, (laughs) not really. Clint Robinson, maybe. How about... Uh, back to your Marlins. Uh, I had Derek Dietrich in the outfield. You could also go with Christian Yelich against David Buchanan, right? You know, yes. it's just been a little uns—I uh, don't know, uninspiring, disappointing this year. But he should still be fine. He hasn't been awful. And against David so, Buchanan, he'll be fine. Um, one of my favorite picks uh, in the outfield is Lorenzo Kane getting Rowanis Elias. You gotta like that, right? Yes, he was on my list. Yes, yeah. Uh, righty that loves the lefties, and Rowanis Elias is fine, but it's not great. Um, I have Rockies lefties against Charlie Morton. That's Carlos Gonzalez and uh, Charlie Blackman, as well as uh, Corey Dickerson. It's been back a little bit, and he's trying to stay healthy also. Uh, but if he's in the lineup, I like all those Rockies guys. They're all left-handed, and that's Charlie Morton's problem. Very much. Yep. Um, you like the flip side of that? Would you go Pirates outfielders getting Christian Bergman? Who would you pick against against Bergman? Uh, apparently, you wouldn't pick any left-handed batters. Would you pick like McCutcheon and Starling Marte against Bergman? Then I think you, if, if you're going to make that play, I think that that'd be where I would bet. I'm fine with that. They're both capable of hitting righties, also. So That's if you fine. wanted to avoid that split in that way, um, yeah, McCutcheon or Marte would be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, who else did you have in the outfield? That's most of my list for me. Um, just trying to think if we're missing any anyone obvious, and I don't think we are. No. Yeah, we're getting to that, that, that time of year where you have to double-check if everybody's healthy and, in fact, playing. Yeah, because guys are right in the bench a little bit more, getting rested and trying to... Not, you know, there are also guys who are, you know, taking the golf clubs out to the field with them at this point. Yeah, a little bit. Um, and it makes it tricky. you got to pick some of the teams that are, you know, in the hunt, maybe. Yeah, you got to make sure you're picking, you know, teams that are in the hunt or, like, the guys that nobody's heard of and yeah. kind of hoping to, to get lucky. Yeah, trying to get them in. That's a good net point so nobody else has it. Um, how about, then, uh, on the pitching mound? What are you thinking? Who would you go with your stack to actually uh, build pitchers? Okay. I'm probably staying away from Marcus Stroman. I like Marcus Stroman, but he gets... Sort of, look, look, okay. Yeah, gets the Yankees, though. I didn't say I didn't like him. It's just, it's 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 in it's in Toronto. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to be limited by a pitch count. Yep. And I don't think he's going to pull Daniel Norris tonight. He's not He's not the next Clayton Kershaw. Oh, man. Here we go. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I agree. I like him, but it's not a great matchup. Um, I'm, honestly, I'm kind of intrigued by Bartolo. 
You gotta be. Atlanta can't hit anything. I'm <laughs> all in on a Bartolo. I mean, it's hard if you're playing a one-pitcher format uh, and a GPP because his ceiling's a little low because he doesn't strike people out. But if you're playing like a either a, a standard size, like a, a smaller format, or if he's your second pitcher, like go nuts, like I'm yeah. in. Abs- Atlanta can't hit anything. They're not I'm, good. I'm yeah. kind of tucked in on that. I think I dig that. Um, he's very capable of handling bad offenses. Bartolo will be great. You would hope, yeah. yeah. I mean, Kyle Hendricks, I kind of like, but you've got a few lefties there that you give him a hard time, like Adam Lind and Scooter Jeanette. Yeah, pretty much. As, as, long, as long as he can avoid that, it'll be okay. Uh, I think the the uh, the Brewers are about done too. They've been done for a while. Oh, they've been done. Oh, they've been yeah. done. What do you think Why? about uh, Drew Smiley facing off against Rick Porcello? I like them both. Honestly, I, I like the Smiley side a bit more than the Porcello side. Honestly, Porcello has a much better matchup. I like that he's facing the Rays as a righty, but yeah. Drew Smiley I like a lot better as a pitcher. Me too, yeah. It's, yeah. it's my exact thought process. I just had yeah. rather go with the better pitcher as opposed to the better matchup. Yep, I can see that. He could do fine. It's in Boston, which isn't great, but uh, mm-hmm. they both have my attention. Um, are you going to spend the money on Corey Kluber going to Minnesota? No. Just because he's looked shaky, is that why? Pretty much, yeah. Uh, I like a righty in Minnesota. I think that's a high ceiling for the day, um, for sure. But I don't know. He's given seven home runs across his last four starts. Yeah. I something might be wrong there, but I think he just has a pretty high uh, ceiling, one of the highest ceilings on the day. I oh, think, he was hurt. That's why. Yeah, it doesn't help. But he's back and pitching again. I think. I mean, it's a good matchup for him. He has my attention. Why wouldn't you shut him down? With the, I don't. I don't get that. Will you bring a guy back to. to I don't know. Pitching a guy. You bring back a guy who's hurt to pitch in garbage. That makes no sense to me. They're sniffing the wild card. Like they're still pretending that. I mean, in a week, in a week they might be. Not pretending anymore, but right now they're they're like a couple games behind Minnesota. And Minnesota's not in it. Not right now. Like they're all they're in the race. All those guys are in the race. Now, um, that's like White Sox logic. They say they're still in the race. Mm, when... They're a lot closer than that. Um, they've had a good last like four months. They're I don't know. They're not done. I could see them in a week packing it up, but they're still kind of in it right now. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Joey Votto against Lance Lynn, and you had a good point. Um, you hate Jay Bruce, but he's been hot. We didn't mention him in the outfield. He could be an option. But other than those two tough lefties, uh, Lance Lynn going to be fine against the Reds? We just double, you know, see what the old Reds roster is looking like, see which lefties we should stay away from. None. It's Bruce and Votto. That's Bruce, it. Votto, Vernon Bosch, Skip no. Schumacher. No. Right. So as long as Lance Lynn can handle Jay Bruce and Joey Votto, and they're uh, 87 switch hitting catchers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Billy Hamilton, but he's done for the year. He's done. Yeah. I like Lance Lynn. Uh, I, I was rightfully corrected on his struggles with lefties, but he only has two to worry about. I think he'll do fine, don't you? I like Lance Lynn. The roads are bad. And he's, he has to get run support from the Cardinals against Brandon Finnegan in the bullpen. Like, I think it's, I, th- I, th- I think it's a stay away. Okay. I, I'm, I feel okay with it, but I understand. Um, who else are you thinking about, uh, pitching-wise? I th- I'm thinking about Grinky. Yes, sure. Kind of talking myself into Kobe Lewis, because Texas has been so hot. And Oakland's not very good. They're no, kind of winding they out, too. In. I, don't know, I don't know if you've seen some of these Oakland lineups, but they're not very good. Yeah, I wrote down Kobe Lewis, who is not an amazing pitcher, but he's capable of handling bad lineups, and Oakland qualifies. So, yeah. A player named C. Blair starting at catcher. 
Yeah. I catchers for her. Go ahead and if you went like Bartolo Colby Lewis, it would be really ugly in name value, but two guys that could put up just fine points on Wednesday, I think. Wow. Don't you? That was the ultimate two thousand eight stack. There you go. Uh I think it'll be fine. Yeah, go cheap there and if you can fit in Granky, go nuts. If you're feeling lucky, go with Kluber or Lynn. I like them more than Matt does, but there's strikeouts to be had there. Anybody else for you, um, pitching-wise? No, I, I... You have Adam Conley? No. no, thanks. Hard to get excited about. Yeah, it really is. I, I think I would I would try to pair Cologne or Colby with with Grinky. Yeah, if you can fit it, that's a, that's a way to go. Yep. Um, okay, well, those are our DFS picks for Wednesday. we got a few Field of Streams picks to make real quick, too, before we get out of here. Mm. Um, let's look at Thursday. I have Patrick Corbin going to the Dodgers, which I'm kind of okay with, except he faces Kershaw, and Ooh. it's one of the few pitchers that might scare you away. Our friend Chris Bassett is back. He gets uh, Pittsburgh at home. Rasmo Ramirez goes to Boston. Not a great uh, matchup. On the flip side, Wade Miley gets Tampa Bay. It's not great because they hit lefties and he's been whatever. Um, Jared Cozart gets the Phillies, which you might think about. He's been an interesting guy. Uh, Taylor Youngman goes to St. Louis, and James Paxton is back and gets the Royals. Um, James Paxton's been back, had a few starts. He hasn't been great, neither of them. I like Taylor Youngman, but he's burned me, you know. He <laughs> should be good, but he's, I don't know. He, he's in, in St. Louis, kind of weird. I don't know. For me, it's Corbin or Erasmo, and I'm just, I like the matchup better for Corbin, I think, going to LA, even though he gets Kershaw. I think he'll be okay there. They don't have a ton of guys that match lefties. Um, so I'm going to Patrick Corbin. I just, I believe in him. Um, what are you thinking for Thursday? Tough day. It's not great. There's a lot of options, and none of them are good. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so there are no options then. The guys that qualify, guys that are less than 50% owned in Yahoo League. I'm intrigued by Jared Kozart, but I think I've always been kind of intrigued by Jared Kozart. Me too. It's the Phillies, at least. But I, I could see rolling the dice with Kozart. Yeah. I, you wouldn't be nuts, I don't think. You want to go with that? Yeah, might as well. Okay. And then on Friday, your boy Carlos Rodon goes to Yankee Stadium. That's makes me nervous. Uh, Jared Eikhoff has actually been pretty alright. He's been he goes, fantastic. Well, he goes to Washington. He's going to go take on the Nationals. Um, how about your boy Rich Hill getting Baltimore? Uh, are you buying in? You're totally in. No, right? I think I think this is where the Rich Hill train has to end, right? Oh, or begins. If he is good again, you're going to have to, like, three makes it, right? After three, you're like, alright, now I have to pay attention. No. Okay, well, he gets Baltimore. You're not buying yet. I am watching. Just for a second. I am I'm, watching. I'm, I'm happy that he's like you know is he's back in the major leagues at, at, at age 35 that he didn't give give up like some Cubs pitchers did. Oh boy, Look, looking at you, Mark Pryor. Yeah, Mark Pryor gave up. That's exactly <laughs> the thing. That's basically what happened. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Rich Hill. I have my eye on him for the start. I'm not going to take him. I, I, yeah, I, I will probably be like keeping one eye on, on this, on this, yeah. just from you know, just from you know, a human interest standpoint. But I'm yep. not Rich Hill. And then uh, Anthony Desclafani gets the Mets at home, and uh, Mike Leake is 49 percent owned, and he goes to Oakland. That's a pretty good matchup. Um, I might take Mike Leake just thinking that you know the Giants can score in Oakland. And he'll do fine there. Um, I don't believe in Jared Eikhoff yet. He has been good, but I'm not there yet. Um, Mike Lee has to go opposite Sonny Gray, which bites, but should be okay. So, 
Yeah, I'm taking Mike Leak. Who do you got? Is, is it wrong that I'm intrigued by CC again? Kinda, yeah. I don't want anything to do with that. You can go ahead. He's, he's put together back-to-back quality starts. I don't care. He's not good. Um, 13 strikeouts over 12. You like him because he has the White Sox, which is completely valid. But <laughs> no thanks for me. Uh, I, I can see it. I mean, he has to avoid, uh, you know, Jose Abreu, and that's about it. Thinking about it? All right, yeah, give me CC. Okay. It's, again, like, it's a good matchup, for sure. He has to watch out for Tyler Flowers, too. He has to watch out for Tyler Flowers. That is damning, if nothing else. Well, no, you, you know, it's like the one thing Flowers has done this year. Is can hit lefties, yeah. He's got like an 802 OPS versus lefties. He can't, I mean... I don't know it's a guy in the lineup you watch out for, but... <laughs> oh, it isn't. Yeah. Um, okay, well, that should about do it for us for Wednesday. Matt, you have anything else before we get out of here? Nothing, nothing, no. No. No, no okay. there, there, were, there were some struggles today, but it's nothing worth worth complaining to the... We can, we can report back on Friday, depending on how things go. We'll see. Um, no, right. just, uh, I've, I've, I've got to give an early morning presentation tomorrow. I'm, I'm kind of nervous. Yeah. Talk about Cleveland, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I, think, I think I've reported my trip to Cleveland. Like, you got to be know, like... What would I learn? Not like, you know, like restaurants I went to or anything. I was going to say, this guy that listens to a podcast they do about fantasy baseball sent a tweet to me about a restaurant and I tried it. I'm like, that should be your work presentation. And then I forgot his name on Twitter and I had to remember it so that I could like give him a shout out. I forgot it twice. And everybody at work's going to be like, what are you talking about? Oh, they're kind of like that anyway. Yeah, they understand. I'm not going to lie, I'm, I'm kind of like the, I guess you'd call it like the creepy uncle of the office. Oh, good. That's what everybody strives to be. Like, 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 the, you know, you know, the, the guy that, you know, everybody, you know, kind of likes to talk to, like, you know, for, you know, for, for like a joke or whatever, but you don't really like to talk to him. You feel pegged in that way already? A little bit, yeah. Well, I just, first off, I'm not going to divulge my age over the podcast, but I'm, I'm one of the older members of it. It's, it's a, Young, young company, young office. Mm-hmm. So unlike our team, I think there's one person older than me. Yeah. So it's not the boss. Yeah. And you feel out of place? Um, I, no, I, I, I think I fit in pretty well. I mean, I'm, I'm, I I'm, say you I, do. You know, they're, 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 like, like the other day, like, you know, somebody asked, you know, asked me a question about, you know, said something about, you know, like, can't you afford that? I'm like, madam, my name isn't Rockefeller. <laughs> And they were like, what? <laughs> like, who are you talking about? And you're like, oh, no. My reference yeah. is too old. I'm not going to lie. That, that's that's happened more than once. Yeah, that happens. Oh, uh, I, I will say this. There, there, is, there is a guy in his 70s in the office who works in the art department, which is impressive. That is, he, he, is he cool? Is he rad? Actually, yeah, he is pretty rad. The cool um, old guy. He, he talks like he smoked about 50,000 cigarettes. <laughs> and he maybe has. He probably has. Yeah. But um, he's he's a he's pretty cool. Yeah, I dig. I, I I always see him in the morning when we're getting coffee and and being yeah. old men together. You're like, oh, I'm not officially the old man of the office. No, he is. There I guess go. he's kind of like our old man mascot. He's setting the bar for you. There yes, you absolutely setting the bar for the entire company. I like to think. Nice. Um. Well, Matt is on Twitter at mattdfp911. I'm on Twitter at HigginsFOS. Uh, we've been getting good feedback from you guys, and uh, it's good to hear. You know, we always appreciate it, and we tend to yeah. give shout-outs back. So, yeah, um, we're going to miss you guys during the long, dark, long, dark winter. We're going to have to talk about Hot Stove and Jersey Shore and Matt's office politics. Oh, are we really going to have a Jersey Shore no, podcast? No, we're not. It's not going to happen. You can tweet at me about it. Uh, people can tweet at you about it, but no. No. 
Um, but, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about baseball tomorrow and Friday, uh, the rest of this week. So, Can we at least uh, the MTV's Challenge podcast? No, can't. I don't know what that is, but no. You don't know what that is? No. So tell me, okay. tell me quick, later. Quick. Tell me later. No, no, quick. MTV's where, Challenge? Where, where, the, the Challenge. What they do is they take, you remember the road rules? Sure. And real world? Yes. They took people from that and, like, pitted them against each other. I don't remember that. I just don't know it called The Challenge. Yeah, it's it's called The Challenge, and it's kind of evolved past MTV versus Road Rules. It's, yeah. first off, it's on, like, season, I want to say 22 or 26. I can't remember which. Oh, boy. Now, I remember Real World versus Road Rules. I just yeah, well, it's, it's kind of evolved in, into The Challenge, and it should be America's fourth national sport. Oh, well, you mean to replace hockey? Yeah. What do you mean replace? Uh, yeah, the big four would be baseball, football, uh, basketball, and the challenge. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, well, yeah. All right. Well, Matt endorses the challenge. I am vaguely familiar with it. I remember it being a thing. I, I, I watch Real World just to scout for the challenge. It's I fantastic. Know. It's bad. I, at least you have something to look forward to in the off season. There you go. Yeah. All right. Um, for Matt. I'm Dylan. I'll be back tomorrow with Brad, and I'll be back on Friday with uh, with Matt again for the weekend. We'll talk to you guys then. Enjoy your baseball. Enjoy the challenge. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit Fangraphs.com/slash/fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.